you're the expert for a reason and you likely know more than 90% of your audience. It can be so easy to forget that. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 17, all about how this one thing can drive more engagement for your business across all of your marketing channels. And this magical thing isn't new. In fact, it's actually a tried and true method that so many marketers have been using for decades. It's pretty simple. If you aren't sure what to create for your audience and you feel paralyzed, simply ask them. Using a survey can be so magical for so many reasons, but it's most valuable when you can capture your audience's thoughts in their own words. As experts in the industry, we fall um, into this as well, into this kind of rut of using vocabulary that's unfamiliar to our audience. We're the experts and you're the expert for a reason and you likely know more than 90% of your audience. It can be so easy to forget that when we're saying the same things day in and day out. So let's go ahead and break this down for you, how you can survey your audience, what tools you can use, what questions to ask. We're going to give you all the details so you can send out your next survey today. Yes. So with that, we're going to dive into some of the tools that can be used in order to do this. So the first one is Google Forms, which is free, and this is our preferred platform. This is the platform that we always use when we send out surveys, and we send out probably around three to four surveys a year, I would say. And uh, the nice thing about Google Forms is you can kind of play around with the color of it, so you can make it your, your brand color if you want. Um, but that is probably the furthest you can go as far as like, you can add a picture. Yeah. 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 Designing it a little bit. So, so it'll align to your brand, but we really do love Google forms and it's worked really well for us. Another one is survey monkey. Um, and this is a free version. Um, it's the free version is limited, so you can have up to like 40, um, responses or captures, but then after that, um, you'll have to pay for, um, a different version of survey monkey. The next one is SoGo Survey. This is also a free version and it has a lot of different question type options. So think like multiple choice, long form, um, just all of those different kind of um, questions that you can ask and the different variation of the questions that you can put them in. And then Typeform offers lots of personalization options. So the fun thing about this one is that you can put in their name and then it'll be personalized to their name. So when you think about like newsletters and emails that you get, it's always like, hey, Abby, Uh, and then it jumps into the content. So that one's really cool that you can personalize it like that. And then there's just so many more out there. You could just jump on Google and, and Google this and find out other ones too. But HubSpot and other CRMs have platforms inside of their portals that you can use as well. So really just a plethora of options out there. It kind of just depends on 
the personalization and what you're looking for and if you need more um, and have to pay for something that's not free. Um, there's just so many options out there for you. I will say the nice thing about Google Forms for us is that we use Google Drive for all of our clients to like save their branding elements and save all their assets in there. And so we're always in Google Drive and we use it ourselves just when we're creating documents that we need to access for both of us. Uh, and surveys can live in their own folder. So we have our own folder under Duo Collective Content where all of our surveys live. So we constantly do bounce back year after year to see like, I wonder what people said two years ago. Like, mm -hmm. it's really interesting just to see how your audience has evolved and how people grow with you and how even your offerings and stuff change. It doesn't mean those old surveys are obsolete. They actually still influence some of the things that we do today. Yeah. And even just looking back at the questions that you might have asked two years ago and how they've evolved to, you know, the, the now. So mm -hmm. um, those surveys are really great to look back at. And it's just kind of fun to reminisce back on what people said mm -hmm. and what you asked and how you were growing. So the next thing are some question examples, and a lot of these questions is what we use for our surveys, but obviously it kind of depends on the topic of your survey, but we're just going to dive into some of the ones that we've asked and how you can kind of use these for any of the surveys that you send out. So one of them is, what are the reasons you connected with my business? So using a multiple choice for your various areas of services and offerings is so perfect here because you really want to know why people are coming to you and specifically for what. So if they came to us, we want to know, did you come to us for SEO or social media or branding? Maybe two of out of, two out of the three or maybe all three um, or maybe not even any of them. Maybe they connected with us for a different reason. So obviously you'd have an other and then you can have a form where they can kind of fill what that other means. And then another one is where are you located? And this is really only for uh, local businesses specifically. So we don't really have to worry about this because we can work with anybody around the world uh, because we're so digital. But if you are a local business, it's really nice to know where um, they are located. What makes my business different or unique from all others in this industry? Um, so really just kind of trying to find that uniqueness of your business and why you stand out amongst all of your competition. And then name one thing you've been struggling with recently. So this is a really nice one. So um, you can understand what it is that they're struggling with. And if you are the right fit or if you have the answers for them with the services or the products that you offer, um, really figuring out what that one big problem of theirs is and hopefully being able to answer that. Another really good question to ask is complete this sentence. I feel best when, and then have your audience fill in the blank. A lot of us, whether we're creating products, services, offerings, whatever that is, we're out to make our client and our customers' lives easier. So hearing when they feel best, and you can even say, I feel best in my business when, or I feel best in X journey that you're with your audience in, um, those kind of things, it can get, it can be really good to hear your audience's answers in their own words. Another question, what resources can I provide you to feel your best most often? You are literally asking your audience what you can do for them. This is such a valuable question and can be really eye-opening. And also keep in mind the responses you hear here, you don't have to do everything people are asking for. That's not the goal. The goal is to source what people are asking for most often and then understanding how that aligns with your bigger mission and vision and how you can incorporate and use that as a guide moving forward. Another really good question to ask is what is one thing you wish you had more time for? 
This is especially big for service-based entrepreneurs because half of the time you are out there doing done-for-you services um, that will save more time for your audience. So what can you ask them? What are they looking that they wish they had more time in their day for? And if you do have a service uh, business, another really good question to ask is how do you feel about fill-in-the-blank offering? Whatever those different offerings and services that you have, just ask them how they feel about it. We ask this question about our different services. How do you feel about SEO? How do you feel about branding? How do you feel about social media? We want to hear in your own words, are you feeling really good and confident or are you struggling with something or does the words completely scare the crap out of you? So it's really good just to get a feel of where our audience is sitting when it comes to what these offerings are. And then finally, maybe at the end, just throw in something fun. Tell us about your fur babies. What do you like to drink during the day? Different questions like that just kind of help you relate with your audience at a personal level and infuse some of that fun back in your business. So these are just some examples. You really have, you can ask anything you want. It's your survey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's your survey. It's your business. Ask the questions that you feel like will help generate responses that inspire you and get you motivated to amp up your services, create a new offering, kind of have a goal in mind before you write the survey. Like, what are you hoping to get out of it? And we'll give you um, some ideas ahead of how you can actually use these responses in your business. And that will kind of help you frame up what the best goal is for you too. And we'll also put these in the show notes. I'm not sure if we mm -hmm. mentioned that, but you can go ahead and just actually copy and paste and use these if they work for you too. But um, yeah, you can, these surveys are so great because you can be, if you need to be more broad, you can be broad, but if you really need to hone in on a specific thing, like you want to test a new offering or service, um, you can get really specific on that offering and service with that survey. For sure. So let's go through just a few tips before you jump into Google Forms or whatever your platform is to start creating this survey. Here's a few things to keep in mind. First, make sure that most of your questions are open-ended. We know that that is asking a lot more of your audience to fill it out. However, getting this, having less questions and more open-ended questions and getting context in your audience's own words is going to be so much more valuable for you. Just from a terminology standpoint, oftentimes we might be using terminology that our audience doesn't even recognize, or we might be focusing on a problem that isn't worded in the right way for our audience, which then they won't resonate with it. They won't resonate with something that isn't written or speaking in their own language. So it's so important to get these questions in their own words. The next tip is to use less than 10 questions. So we all know that none of us have any time during the day to dedicate to things like this. And when you see something come through your inbox, um, you know, usually a lot of people, I think, get scared because they're like, oh, this is going to take me 15, 20 minutes. I don't have that kind of time. So make it make it less than 10 questions. And when you do send out the survey, make sure to call out in that email or however you're sending it out that this is going to take them five minutes or less because we don't want to take too much time away from them. We don't want them to think that they have to write us a novel or a book when they op when they answer these open-ended questions. But we really do want them to like sit down and focus for that five minutes and really just give their attention for that five minutes to that survey and answering those questions. So if you have less than 10 questions, it's going to be much more um, easy for them to fill out. They're more willing to fill it out and they know that they don't have to give up a lot of their day or time in order to fill that out. So 
just keeping it keeping it pretty minimal with those questions, but again, making sure to have more of those open-ended questions so you can get their actual words when they answer. Yeah, and then I would say do this once or twice a year uh, for your larger audience. So we tend to send a lot of surveys, but we have smaller audience surveys. So we send out surveys for, at the end of our group coaching program, we send out a survey for all of the participants to gather their feedback, help make improvements, and just understand how things went. So we do that uh, every time we run the program, which is a couple times a year. We also send out surveys to our clients to get feedback from them. So we do that after working with every client. We have a feedback survey. So those are a little bit different because those are on a smaller scale. But once or twice a year, send out a survey to to the masses, to everyone who is a part of your audience. That could be on Instagram, TikTok, your email list. Send it out to everyone just to capture who your audience is on a large scale and doing that once or twice a year will help you create content across all of your platforms speaking to your audience as a whole. And then last but not least, make it super irresistible. And the way to do that is offering a giveaway. So this can really help focus your participants too, as in like you want them to jump in there, you want them to do this, you want them to really focus on the answers and those questions. But you're giving them an incentive. So like if you if you give us five minutes of your day, you're going to be entered into a giveaway for a $25 Starbucks gift card or something like that, because then they feel like at least they have a chance to get something out of it instead of just jumping in there really quick and giving, you know, these answers that don't really mean anything. We really want them to focus in on those questions and answer them thoroughly. So, um, you know, just incentivizing them with a, a potential giveaway is a really great way to get them to open it up and answer those questions. And you can be super strategic about this too. Like you can choose a giveaway that is particular to your offerings or your products, because then you know that the people responding to it are actually interested in what you have to share. So they are your true audience or your true buyers. Whereas you could also do something that's just more general, like a Starbucks gift card. Mm -hmm. Chances are everyone loves something from Starbucks. So you're going to get more people interested so another kind of, this is a bonus tip, I suppose, um, is to kind of think about how many captures you want. Do you want this to be anyone and everyone, even if they might not buy from you? Or do you want this to be very strategically handpicked people of your audience who could potentially be clients one day or customers one day? Because that will help shape your, again, your goals for the survey. Are you looking for as many responses as possible? Then let's make that giveaway huge. Like let's make it irresistible and people are super excited to sign up for it. Whereas do you want it to be very strategic? We've done surveys before where we give away a social strategy session. Mm -hmm. And those are only for people who are in, interested in having a social strategy session, meaning they need help with their social media. Someone who's already an expert in on social isn't going to be participating in that survey, which was good because that was what we wanted to capture from the results. So always just think about your goal, what outcome you want as you craft these questions and form your giveaway, so to speak. Yeah. I would say too, like if you don't want to give away a service for some reason, let's say you're too busy or whatever it might be, um, you can do more than a $25 gift card. Like I know that's kind of like the go-to number is $25, but we've done um, giveaways and surveys and stuff like that where it's like a $100 Starbucks gift card, which is like 
Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a hundred dollar Starbucks gift card. So you can really amp up that gift card if you want more people to be enticed to jump in there and answer those questions. Quantity too. I'd say if you can do multiple winners, yeah. that is more enticing from a winner standpoint of like, Oh, it's not just one winner. It's four winners. Like I have a much better chance of winning that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's always about just enticing your audience to again, click through like we do with anything. People <laughs> love to win things. Yes. Yes, they do. So now that you understand kind of the goals, some tips, how to create it, let's talk about how you can actually use these responses moving forward. Because like we said, we look at these all the time. Like these are used in so many different aspects of our business. So the first one is content creation. Obviously, this is content creation across the board. It's not just Instagram. It can be TikTok, it can be real creation, it can be email newsletter ideas, it can be Pinterest, it can be a new freebie, a new resource, any of that. But what you can really use this stuff for is to inspire originality. So oftentimes when you're scrolling on Instagram or you're scrolling in Reels, you see these trends and you're like, great, yeah, I should do that. I can just tweak this and make it friendly for this tip that I have or this idea that I have. But it's not really original. It's just a slight tweak to hop on the trend. And this is something that Adam Masseri said himself just a few weeks back on Instagram. And he talked about how originality is really big when it comes to ranking on Instagram. You need to be original. They're going to promote, you're going to see higher reach for original content. And this is one of the best ways to find that originality for you is to get that feedback from your audience in terms of what they want to see so that you can make something more original. Um, another one is creating new offerings and products. So it's really interesting to hear what your audience has to say as far as like offerings and products that you already offer. And if they're looking for more or they, they love the service that you have here, but they are wondering like, can you add this on? It's such a, um, interesting perspective to see what other people are thinking or how other people are expecting your service or your product to work for them. Um, or, you know, if you have a product and they're like, you know, I love this product, but I think it would be better if, or I would purchase this product if, and then, so you can learn all of these things that you have about your services and products and take those things and either create new offerings and products or tweak what you already have so that it better serves your audience. This is one of our favorite ways to use these, um, these surveys is to generate new hooks and call to actions. So you know that very first sentence of your Instagram post or the subject line of your email or just the very first sentence of anything that you use to capture attention? Use their words. Like literally take their words from the survey and regurgitate them back to them. Um, This can be so powerful and just gets people to head nod like, oh yeah, that is my problem. Like they know me so well. And chances are we know you so well because we asked you and you told us, (laughs) which can be such an easy way to use that as ways to generate those hooks or to generate a call to action that is going to get people to click on whatever product or offering you have. The next one is storytelling. So sharing those relatable stories are super powerful in this space. If you think about uh, just everything that you offer as far as services and products go, making sure to make it relatable and you know, reflective of you and your personal life too. And just sharing those real raw stories is so personable and people really, people really latch onto that. They want, they know that you offer a service and they know that you offer or offer a product, but they really want to get to know you too, because you are 
part of that brand, right? So they, people buy from people, people listen to people. So really just giving them, you know, those relatable stories and connecting with them there is just a super powerful way to kind of take any of the, or any of those answers that they gave, if they gave some sort of a story as to like your service or your offering, kind of taking their words and relating it back to a personal story about you too. People, people really love to see that you're a human behind the scenes of Mm -hmm. everything that you do. For sure. And something to keep in mind before you send out the survey is you should have a pretty clear mission and vision statement for your business. This should be something you feel really strong about, but you should use this survey as a guide to help shape that future vision of your company. So having that base will allow you to not not cherry pick because we don't want to just choose the answers that fit your strategy. You need to look at the whole picture and see where the majority of the responses are. But there are going to be a few outliers and those outliers aren't going to be your people. And without a clear mission and vision, you're not going to be able to weed out those outliers who aren't your audience. Or maybe you'll realize that you're not attracting the right audience altogether. And if your mission and vision is what you want it to be, then maybe you need to shape your content to start bringing in the right audience. So using this as a guide can be just really important to make sure that you're heading in the right direction. And the last one is reviving your passion and drive for when things just are feeling a little slow or unmotivating. So this, I think one of the first surveys we sent out was like this reason exactly for us. We are super passionate and we love everything that we do with our business, but there are just some weeks or months where it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, I'm not feeling it or something seems off or we need to light a fire under us or change something or do something a little different. What, what can we do? And, you know, we're in it day in and day out and we're constantly talking to our audience the same way, but you know, we just sometimes need to hear from our audience on what, what they are thinking or how they perceive our business or like what they love about what we do and what they might not like what we do. So I think it's really just, um, a nice kind of kick in the butt to get you, get you back up and going. If you do start to lose that passion and you're feeling a little bit unmotivated, this is a fun way to kind of ramp things back up and take a whole new look at your business and, um, you know, adjust things where they see where they're needed, where they're, you know, based on your audience and their responses. And you might even just uncover some new things too. Like, oh my gosh, they love when we talk about X, Y, Z, but they're not really into these other three things. So you're like, oh, maybe I should start shifting into that. So it really can get you excited and motivated to kind of keep your business moving forward and potentially, you know, switching directions, which is totally okay. Um, And even if you don't know which direction to switch, these surveys are so great for that because they might give you that answer on where you should start going versus where you were going. And if you are in that season of business and that season of just feeling unmotivated or having this kind of imposter syndrome feeling like we all we all feel that all the time. Um, we're not always put all put together. No. We definitely have those moments. And it's very easy for us to bounce out of those because we have each other. And we likely don't hit those moments at the same time. We have them at alternate times yes. so we can boost the other one up. But if you are having a season like that, you can ask questions that will help boost that boost that esteem, so to speak, for your business and just boost the drive. Ask questions about what makes me different. What do you love about my business? What is unique about my offerings? What was the favorite piece of content I created that you really liked? Ask questions that will kind of promote that positive 
feedback for you to help get you feeling excited and motivated to move forward. These can really revive that passion in your business. Yeah. It's almost like a small pat on the back after you get these Mm -hmm. surveys back. You're like, oh, they like this about me. That's so great. Mm -hmm. So um, that, you know, this is, we could go on and on about these surveys, but, you know, here, there's some questions here. There's some tips here. Um, you know, all of this will be in the show notes, so you can just copy and paste them and use them as you see fit. Uh, but like Abby said earlier, this isn't just for Instagram either. This can be used for a guide of content anywhere. So think emails, freebies, lead generations, TikTok, Pinterest, blog posts, etc. It's so... It, it, can answer so many different questions and give you so many different content ideas. So don't think that it's just something for Instagram. It can be for your entire business and everything that you do. Um, And then just really focusing on those answers and how your audience or followers are talking to you. Because if you're not talking to them like that, then you need to kind of sit down and rethink through your communication and how you are talking to them. Because by using their own words, it's super powerful because then they can resonate with those things so much better because they understand you. When we're in the industry, we talk sometimes a little higher than what somebody might think or might understand. But when we're talking at their level and to them and using their own words, it's super powerful and they're going to grasp it and they're going to love it because you're using their own words. So they're familiar with it and they're going to want to keep going along. If you liked this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropped.